This is Kurt Rollo, Sports Information Director for Penn High School. I'm joined by boys basketball head coach Al Rhodes and Kingsman senior Marcus Burton, who is signed to take his academic and athletic talents to the University of Notre Dame. Marcus recently became the all-time leading scorer in St. Joseph County, an amazing feat given the rich history of the high school basketball talent in this area. There are currently two NBA players who have played their high school ball in St. Joseph County, Jaden Ivey, who played at Marion, Blake Wesley, who played at South Bend Riley. Marcus is the only high school boys basketball player in St. Joseph County to surpass the 2,000-point mark. He currently leads the state in scoring, averaging 30.4 points a game, and he has the Kingsman rolling with a 21-1 and record and a number two ranking in the state polls. Remarkably, Marcus is also a leader in assists, rebounds, and steals for the Kingsmen. Coach Rhodes is an Indiana Hall of Famer. He coached Warsaw to a state championship, and while at Warsaw, he coached two players to the Mr. Basketball Award, Jeff Gross and Kevin Alt. Coach Rhodes also coached former UNC and Los Angeles Lakers star Rick Fox, who arguably should have been Mr. Basketball. Coach Rhodes has also coached against the likes of former NBA greats like Sean Kemp and Scott Skiles. So, Coach, what traits does Marcus have in common with those elite players? Well, first of all, uh, everyone that you mentioned there uh, had a a mental toughness and something inside that that drives them to pursue excellence. And um, Marcus is an extremely hard worker who – has you know paid his dues in terms of the game of basketball and uh, you know that's why I, I believe he has become the best player in the state of Indiana what makes Marcus so dangerous as a scorer well first of all uh, and this is a, a skill that uh, people miss a lot he has great body control and body balance um along with a full set of basketball skills. He can dribble, he can pass, he can shoot. Uh, but again, the, the inner drive to, to uh, the competitive nature is what separates him from other people. Jackson Price knocked away by Burton. Here's the chance for the record. He's got it. Marcus Burton is the all-time leading scorer at Penn High School, breaking Noah Applegate's mark. Marcus, you've had some special moments, becoming the all-time leading scorer in Penn Boys basketball history, the all-time leading scorer in St. Joseph County, surpassing the 2,000-point mark. What were those moments like for you? Uh, it, was, it was a great feeling. Honestly, I, was, I didn't know I was that close to 2,000. And when, when I found out I was close, then I was like, oh, this, is, this could be something <laughs> special. And when we played Plymouth, Coach Smith came up to me in the locker room. He was like, do you want to break it tonight or do you want to save it for senior night? I was like, nah, I want to do it tonight. And I feel like when we went out for the Plymouth game, I was in my head I was like, I'm really, I'm really close to 2000. I'm like, I'm going to do it tonight because it's something that never happens around South Bend, Indiana, yeah. St. Joe County. And I feel like it was it was a dream come true and a great accomplishment. Is it really emotional to be on that kind of a uh, uh uh, a path or was it tough to handle or did you just you know block out some of the hype going on with that and focus on your team goals uh I kind of just blocked it out and focused on more of the team goals because I know I'm I'm going to do what I want and by me focusing on myself is not not really helpful for the team so I feel like me f- focusing on the team and helping with the team is better than focusing on myself right now
Okay. Coach, how do you think Marcus handled the uh, the buildup around the milestones and the accomplishments well, and the emotions? I, you know, not doing on, being on Facebook or Instagram or anything else, I didn't know he was quite that close uh, either. Um, I think that he's handled it. All of his acclaim very well. He's he's kept a uh, stayed a modest person and not had a, a big head about things. I've been very very proud of him uh, that way. But two thousand points is you know doesn't happen that often uh, uh, anywhere in Indiana. Uh, there's only been so many that have been able to do that in the history of of uh, basketball in Indiana. So very proud of him. And like I said, uh, he keeps the team first, and uh, that, that's extremely important. Uh, I try to do that uh, as well. And uh, now we just head into the state tournament. Marcus, can you talk about what Coach Rhodes has meant to you in your life, what he's meant to you in your basketball development? And do you have a, a story you can share about <laughs> your relationship with Coach? Uh, yeah. Uh, Coach Rhodes, has been, he's been a big part of my life, and I thank him for that. And he's been he's been really good helping me find colleges, helping me find schools that liked me. He's been he's done a lot for me. He's been one of my math tutors. He's still is one of my math tutors, and I, I think from that too. Uh, one of the funny stories I had was when I first came to Penn. I was an eighth grader in the summer, and everyone, all the seniors, was like, "Bro, Coach Rose is super scary." I'm like. Is he that scary? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm just, I'm here. And then, like, he's yelling. I'm like, he's not that scary, y'all. Y'all just <laughs> overreacted. But that's, that's, that's one of them. That's one of them for sure, though. So you can't yeah. be intimidated. No, nah, nah, I wasn't that intimidated. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's kind of funny because my high school coach here at Penn, Jim Miller, was an extremely intimidating individual. And – Everything is defined by time, I suppose. I'm a very serious person when it comes to basketball and practice and mental preparation. And uh, sometimes kids today uh, take that as intimidating when, you know, maybe, maybe they shouldn't as much as, uh, <laughs> as Marcus said there. But again, Marcus had goals. He knew I was a person that could help him with those goals. Oh, when he was a freshman, you know, we – uh, met almost every day on uh, tutoring him in math, for example. Uh, I've always, as a coach, cared about the total person, not just the basketball player. And, uh, uh, you know, he's made amazing progress as a student. He's going to be highly successful at whatever career he decides to do uh, whenever basketball is over. And, uh, you know, Marcus is one that's hard for me uh, to project because I, I think he has NBA potential. I believe that uh, after a, a great college career uh, that I'll be going to NBA games and watching him play. Now, that only happens if he believes that and people around him believe that and he makes it happen. Uh, but he has that much. Um, upside as a basketball player. Does anything Marcus uh, does on the court still surprise you uh, in terms of whether it's the slam dunks or the the spin moves, the 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 steals? Uh, I I think that um, maybe there's not a day that goes by in practice that he doesn't do one thing somewhere, a steal, a particular layup that that I just stand there and think, well, 
most people can't do that. <laughs> most people can't do that. And, you know, if they tried, they'd probably hurt themselves. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good question. And uh, despite the fact of four years together, and I, and I know I'm going to see more, uh, you know, as he moves into college. How, how is it Marcus is able to score from so many different places on the court? What gives him that ability? Well, I, I think, um, first of all, the skill level he has. But, you know, he's able to play inside and out. And we, we try to move him around in our offense depending on uh, the weakness of the other team or the defense that the other team is playing. Last night uh, they decided to trap him whenever he came across the 10-second line. So we let Joe Smith bring it up and used Marcus as a, as a scorer. And, you know, everybody comes up with these plans, but he still ends up with his 30 points. <laughs> Marcus, how do you handle all that attention on the court and still come out night after night, 30 points, 40 points? Uh, I just, I pretty much just go out and play. My dad told me before every game, just go have fun. And I feel like when I'm having fun and not forcing and, and doing what I do best, I, I play really well. Okay. Well, how did you develop a love for basketball? How did you know basketball was the sport for you? Why not tennis or soccer? Uh, originally I did not like basketball. I was more of a, just a kid that just wanted to play video games, sit at home. But once I started watching my dad play and all my older cousins, I was like, it's probably something I wanted to do. And my dad started taking me to the gym every single day. And I, that's when I realized I felt, felt love for the basketball. Okay. What, uh, what's a story that, uh, lets us know when you realized you had a special talent for basketball that, that you could have a mastery of this game. Uh, I really, I realized I can be really good at basketball once I hit the eighth grade. I started taking it more serious. Uh, I was playing travel every weekend. I was training a lot, going to the gym. But once eighth grade hit, I, I realized that I could be really good at basketball. Okay. Coach, um, when did you first see Marcus play, and, and what were your first impressions of him? Well, uh, it would have been uh, through our basketball camps. Uh, he was, uh, you know, my guess is fifth grade. I lose track of years or sixth grade. And you could see that there was uh, something there. And, again, the competitive nature even showed. And then especially seventh and eighth grade in our camps, uh, he just uh, did an excellent job. And, um, you know, through our feeder program as well, um, and then as a ninth grader, he tried out and beat everybody out. So that, that's an unusual situation. <laughs> Marcus, do you, talk about your competitiveness. Is it just basketball or is it in video games? Is it in academics? And, and how does that drive help you succeed as a person? Uh, my competitive nature, is, it, it really comes from basketball. But, I mean, everything else, it just, it just comes. But, like, basketball, I, I don't like to lose. So, I mean, I play my heart out to win. But like everything else, like school, I I play. I do really good in school. Like I don't want to get bad grades because I know if I have bad grades, and I'll go home and get in trouble with my parents. But but yeah, basketball is it's mainly just basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, coach, if you could talk about uh, Marcus's legacy at Penn up to this point. So. Well, I I think you you have to always look at a complete body uh, of work. 
And, uh, you know, as freshman and sophomore year, we, we fought to be competitive teams. And uh, Marcus kept getting better throughout uh, both of those years. But in between his sophomore year and junior year, he took another big jump. In between his junior and senior year, he took another big jump. Uh, probably if you wanted a defining game, it might have been the Zionsville game where we got behind 21-1 to and uh, our team didn't panic. Uh, we just kept playing. We uh, switched some defenses and Marcus made a lot of, of big plays and, you know, we come back and win that game. That just, uh, I think, uh, it puts a highlight on his competitive nature. I'm sure that composure is, is important for a leader. Uh, how else has Marcus developed as a leader? What do you appreciate about his leadership on the court? Well, I, I think, first of all, uh, when, when you're a very good player and you work as hard or harder than anybody else, uh, you're leading by example. I mean, when we run sprints in practice, Marcus usually wins them. Uh, for example, and uh, a lot of guys that are stars take it easy that way instead of pushing themselves. And uh, I think he sees the big picture that he's got to keep trying to get better all the time. And, uh, you know, his teammates follow that. Uh, he's This year he's become more of a vocal leader uh, in practice when the maybe the first string's over on the side. And uh, those that's something he's going to uh, – really need as he moves to college uh, you know i i expect him to become the leader of notre dame's team and, and uh, especially at that level you've got to be very vocal and and be willing to challenge your teammates and uh, i think marcus has the ability to do all of that marcus can you talk about developing your leadership skills um, and and how do you work with the younger players what advice do you give them uh just just stay patient and just do what the coaches tell you. When you do what the coaches tell you, it's easier to do what you want and just have fun with it. Um, I, I feel like my leadership skills jump from freshman year to now is when I was a freshman, I was very shy, so I didn't really like to talk. Uh, now it's just like if I say something, then everyone's going to listen because they, they want me to talk. So I feel like that's been, that's been a huge thing for me this year. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about – playing varsity basketball as a freshman that had to be tough uh, uh you know how did you get through that and and use it to to build your career on uh playing fre- playing varsity as a freshman it was it was tough at times but i mean it was it was fun too and i thank Coach Rhodes for uh, giving me the opportunity to play varsity as a freshman but now i feel like it helped me a lot because i've been i'm experienced and i know what teams do and i know what they're going to do to stop me so I mean I think it helped a lot okay could you talk a little bit about um, some of the people uh, who've been influential in helping you develop your talent uh, it's, it's mainly been my dad my dad's been been there for a, a long time he helped me develop since freshman to now and I thank him for that uh, my cousin ben, Brandon McKnight he helped me a lot he's one of my mentors I talk to him every day after a game I watch film with him sometimes but uh, mainly it's just those two. Okay. And Brandon McKnight uh, had a prolific career at Purdue University, uh, had some great moments for the Boilermakers, great moments in the NCAA tournament. How valuable is it to have someone like him in, in your corner who's who's played at an elite level? Uh, it's great because knowing that he played at Purdue and he played professional basketball. So I'm listening to him. It, it's, a, it's a lot. Uh, he, can all, he tells me what I can do to get better and can you continue to get better as a player? 
and what it takes to be a professional basketball player. Is there is there any advice in particular that that you've really taken to heart that that Brandon's shared with you? Uh, just stay impatient and just keep working, not getting too big headed. Okay, um, how's the Penn coaching staff helped you develop into a Division One player? Uh, they helped me a lot. Coach Rhodes was probably one of the ones that helped me a lot. Just just by telling me not to just force a lot of things because my freshman year I used to force. Now it's just it comes to me, and I I thank them because they they worked with me through my freshman year, and this year is just it's just a good year for me. Okay, and you talked about your teammates, the chemistry you have with them. Um, can you talk about the the role your teammates have had in your development and and your success? Uh, my teammates are great. They they all play their role. They all do what they do. And when I tell them, I'm like, when when I'm double teamed, then that's your time to show you can play basketball. And they do that. They do that well. And I'm proud of them. And I just want to continue to keep getting better as a team. Okay. Um, if you could play anybody, college or pro, in a game of one-on-one, who would you play? Why would you want to play them? Uh, probably Michael Jordan. Why Michael Jordan? Uh, just just how competitive he is and how good he was and. That's who I look up to, and that's who I would want to play. Mm-hmm. Are Are you a student of the game? Are there players you you study uh, by observing them? Uh, do you get on YouTube and look up uh, game film and study people? Uh, I usually when like when I'm not having a game or on the weekend, I usually look up Michael Jordan or Kyrie Irving highlights and just watch them, study them all throughout the day. Then I like I re screen recorded, show my dad, and then we go to the gym and work on some certain stuff that those players do okay what are some things that you you pinpoint and try to bring into your game uh i like the way Kyrie dribbles so i i tend to go to the gym and do some of the stuff he does i'll i'll watch the way michael jordan shoot his pull-up jumper i go to the gym and do that it's just little things like that okay coach Rhodes, is that something elite players uh, have in common doing work on the outside, on their own, studying, being a student of the game? Uh, you know, it, it absolutely is. Uh, th- there's, uh, you know, no shortcut to becoming a highly skilled player. Uh, Marcus uh, has studied the things that he wants to do. His, his dad and Mr. McKnight have just done a great job helping him. Uh, he is extremely uh, coachable in, in terms of our team and our program. He works a lot with Coach Smith on his dribble moves and different things. Uh, uh, it just um, is something that's nice to see someone really excel. I always talk about the fact that, you know, players should practice every day. Unfortunately, most of them don't. <laughs> uh, otherwise, otherwise, you you could really put a team together. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned Rick Fox earlier. The, the reason that Rick Fox went from never playing basketball in two and a half years to a scholarship at North Carolina is his attention to detail, body balance, the things that we talked about that Marcus has, and, and the fact that if I told him to do a hundred number one moves and a hundred number two and a hundred number three before he went to bed, he would do them. He, he he paid the dues necessary, and uh, you know he was way behind a, a lot of people, never having played basketball until he was 15 years old. Uh, but he listened and did things right. Marcus listens to his mentors, listens to his coaches, and uh, you know he just has a, a a brilliant future ahead of him. And and in terms of work ethic, you know how how critical have you seen? 
Marcus's worth work ethic not only serve him but serve your younger players who see what Marcus is doing well not everybody you know jumps in line people have a different uh, personalities and different natures but uh, especially uh, you know let's say uh, the next great player at Penn whoever that might be mm-hmm. they are watching Marcus right now and they are they are doing the things that he's doing. So uh, that's a kind of leadership by example that he's given our program that is a tremendous asset for us. Marcus, you've really, you've really um, given this community so much. There's been so much excitement about Kingsman basketball this year, sellout crowds, uh, the student sections responded. Uh, what do you appreciate about the way the Penn students and Penn community have supported you through your accomplishments uh, and even through the adversity of your high school journey? Oh, uh, the Penn support is, is really well. It's really great. Uh, I thank them just by just showing up to all the games, showing me love, just giving back and just showing how much they love the team and how much they love me. And mainly, it's just, it's just good, honestly. It's a, it's a good community. Everyone loves each other. And the Marion game showed. Everyone wanted to watch Penn High School play Marion. They all came out to show love to us, and it was a, it was a great experience. Okay. And you're going to stay in your hometown to play college ball. Why Why did you make that choice to uh, stay here and play for the Irish? Uh, Notre Dame, growing up, Notre Dame was one of my dream schools. I used to watch Demetrius Jackson play at uh, Notre Dame. When I got the offer, that's when I pretty much made my decision on where I was going to go to school at. Okay. What are you looking forward uh, to about playing in in the the storied Atlantic Coast Conference? That's the conference for for basketball, and they have such historic venues like Cameron Indoor Stadium, North Carolina. Um, what's what's the excitement for you about that challenge? Uh, the excitement for me playing ACC basketball is just playing a talent, being able to play talent night in and night out. I feel like that's going to make me a better player every every day, and I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Coach Rhodes, what makes Indiana high school basketball so special for you? Why would it be special for you to see Marcus make the Indiana All-Star team or even win Mr. Basketball? Well, first of all, I've you know spent my entire life involved with Indiana basketball as a, as a player and a coach. I've been fortunate to coach a lot of, of very good players, uh, I've coached some very good players that did not make the Indiana All-Star team. It's a very competitive situation, especially 15 years ago, even more so than now. Uh, but as I've worked with Marcus for four years and I've seen him grow as a person, as a student, and a basketball player, and he is the best basketball player in the state of Indiana to me that's what Mr. Basketball is supposed to be it's not supposed to be about uh, your national ranking for recruiting it's not about even where you're going to uh, to college it is about your body of work during your four years of high school and there's not another senior in Indiana that can match what Marcus has accomplished Penn has never had a boys basketball player named the Indiana all-star team there have only been two players from St. Joseph County who've won the Mr. Basketball Award. John Coleman of South Bend Central in 1957. David Magley of South Bend LaSalle, 1978. What would making the Indiana All-Star team mean to you? What would 
earning Mr. Basketball mean to you? Uh, earning those two things, it would be great. Just knowing that I I would win something that has to do with being the best basketball player in Indiana. That would mean a lot to me, and making Indiana All-Star would mean a lot too, knowing that I could do that. And I feel like if I continue to keep working and getting better as a player and winning games, then I, I feel like I can win it. I know that's not a, a priority or, or focus of you. Your focus has been on team success. Can you talk about the the Kingsmen, what you love about this team, and our our, our goals for the state tournament? Uh, the things I love about this team is that we, we come into practice every day and we work. Uh, some days we have a little off day, but, I mean, we still are locked in and ready to play the next game. We take everything serious. We we love we love each other. We love the coaching staff. We love what they do for us, and I feel like that helps a lot. And the goals we have is to just keep winning games and win the state. And I feel like if we work, we can do it. All right, Marcus Burton, Coach Rhodes, thank you for your time. Good luck the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Allo. Uh. The I think me and Joe are probably the only ones that like dance the most, but everyone on our team like to dance. So I mean, yeah. it's just something we like to do. It's fun. We do it before games. We do it. We did it in the hype video. We do it for pre pre game. So I mean, it's something that gets us hype for the game, and it's fun to do.